North Dakota. This conversation every week brought to you by All Sauger Meats. You can find them in Audubon, Minnesota. Spence, thanks for joining me. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to out him because Eric, some it was a few weeks ago that this call system we have had you listed as Betty. <laughs> yeah i remember that. okay yeah. yeah well now it's a running shtick and he thinks it's funny and today for some reason i agreed and uh that's why i'm chuckling it's nothing you did i'm not it's not an inside joke on you except for the jerk that has no sympathy for you on the other side of the room but i uh i'm glad is you're it, able to join is us betty, is betty gonna go on the t-shirt now too or what sure we don't have to have the meat dude it just be signed betty somebody was yeah. wondering if we're gonna have some uh, meat dude uh swag for a uh, kfgo christmas gifts i love the idea Let's make it happen. We'll we'll put the other guy that's uh, cracking jokes at your expense in charge of that. You get them made, you, you get them marketed, and then we share the profits, the three of us. All right. Okay? Salt, pepper, garlic. Uh-huh. I had a whole list of them. Yeah. Yep. I think that's the most important one, though. Blast, Salt, pepper, yeah, garlic. Blast it with heat. I mean, the list of the world is your oyster. All the, you know, thoughtful, you know, yeah, I mean, Pondering we got, what, five years worth of them, so, you know, there's got to be some good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good I ones know one of Tyler's favorites is just the, the general term spatchcock. <laughs> yep, <laughs> just in quotes. Thanks for <laughs> throwing that one out there. For the world to consume at 35270. There's questions, I think, sent in for you. Uh, it was at 8 o'clock last night, and then somebody stayed up, and it was like midnight thinking about it. I don't know if they had a bad night in the kitchen. Said, I got to get questions in for the meat dude. So I saved them, and I've got a couple of them for you right now. Tyler, question for the meat dude. Have you ever smoked a standing rib roast using the 3 2 1 technique and ending with a Texas cheat? Holy buckets, did that texture just throw a bunch of terms in there, huh? That's probably what they're in. 3 2 1 method. (laughs) Standing rib. Boy. Well, have Uh, you? He wants to know. First off, I haven't. First off, I haven't. No. Um, what was the last part? Okay. Uh, let's start with there. Tell people that are maybe tuning in for the first time or new to the whole meat process, the three, two, one technique. Explain there, and then I'll follow up with what the ending question was. Well, three, two, one method is an easy way to remember. Most of the time is when you're discussing ribs, not a standing rib. Standing ribs is a totally different ball game, but you could probably get away with it. I've never thought of it this way, so it's kind of fun. So three, two, one is just an easy way to remember. Three hours of low heat, heavy smoke. Uh, two hours wrapped and higher heat to start, you know, trapping that moisture in and building that heat energy and get it cooking a little faster. And then one is a loose term, but it's essentially just there to tell you to make sure you let that rest while still wrapped for an hour, essentially. But some, depending on what cut you're using, you usually don't have to go that long. Um, but a standing rib, does everybody know what a standing rib is? Because that's where I'm, the three, two, one method is very interesting. Pretend so, that none of us know what it means. Yeah, so a standing rib is a, is a prime rib still attached to the ribs. Okay, and it's called a standing rib because ribs have a curvature to them, and it's almost like when you put that rib face down, it's standing. If that makes sense. It's almost like it's got its own little legs, hence the term standing rib. So using the three, two, one method wouldn't quite work because your time of cooking a prime rib is you can't just bank on three, two, one. Get what I'm saying? 
Oh, I'm following. Okay. So okay. what was the second part okay. of that text message? What was so, the end of it? So I hope everybody remembers the three, two, one method and the standing rib roast explanations that they might not work well together. But then they ask, ending with the Texas cheat. Gosh, I'm stumped. I don't even know that. I, I hope it's not slang for something I shouldn't be repeating on these airwaves. I'll let Eric <laughs> check it out. Back well, there it seems like it's something barbecue related, right? If it's Texas revolved around, it's probably something barbecue related. So you're you're keeping things uh, even keel. But I, I don't know that one. Okay, well, I think we're going to get an answer here. And he's, he's slightly gritting, so yeah. I think it's okay. So... So this uh, says it's also called the Texas crutch. It's a smoking technique that involves wrapping a partially smoked cut of meat, usually a brisket, pork shoulder, or other roast-like hunk, in thick aluminum foil to concentrate heat, accelerate cooking, and minimize evaporation. So number two of the three, two, one. Okay, so that's the number two part. So you're still saying, look, even with the three, two, one, the Texas cheat is the number two, so... No dice. Well, I'm just saying that that the three, two, one is three hours, two hours, one hour. That middle raft part mm-hmm. probably is going to be longer than two hours, depending on the size of standing rib that you have. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it was a, a good one. It was, was a winding fun. road, but I think we got to our destination at some point. There, I appreciate the text. That was at, at like 8 p.m. yesterday. Three five two seven zero is the Adventure RV text. So here's another one for you. This one, I believe, was sent in at midnight. Guy couldn't sleep. Tyler, question for the meat dude. What is your preferred method of cooking bacon that is firm but flexible? Uh, baking it in the oven at probably 325. Use a cookie rack inside of a um, baking sheet so that the grease can drip down and it, it creates the best uh, textured bacon to just eat without you know, putting it on a sandwich or burgers or anything like that. But the best textured bacon is let that grease fall down and below it and let it just cook instead of frying it in its own grease. That's what I found to be the best. The follow-up question was a part of this as well. What thickness do you suggest as far as bacon goes? Oh, you know, I don't know if everybody's familiar and every slicer is different on thickness. Um, you know, if, for instance, if you go to a retail shop and order some, some bacon custom slice, uh, you know, every slicer is set up a little differently. Most of the time it's, uh, um, in millimeters and I'm not that good with millimeters. I just remember how to set up my slicer, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I'd say quarter of an inch is even, is even hefty, probably, uh, what's between an eighth of an inch and a quarter of an inch. Something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Three eight, no, three eight, quarter inch. <laughs> Gosh darn it! That's why I'm not in construction. No, I, I said just keep going. I'm gonna, <laughs> let's see if you get there. <laughs> uh, two, two eight, two eight, no, three. I don't know, whatever. That's what. Quarter inch, little, little light on a quarter inch. You're getting bailed out by a, a crappy connection. I'm not going to quiz you anymore uh, about shop we'll, class. We'll go with five sixteenths <laughs> on that one. <laughs> There we go. There you go. You were you were getting there. I just had to give you another two minutes, right? Uh, another question comes in for you. Three five two seven zero. Tyler, question for the meat dude. I want to make ribs like Texas Roadhouse that fall off the bone. I have a Traeger and use the three two one method. It does not fall off the bone. Any tips with this? 
Uh, yeah, you don't want the meat to fall off your bones when you're cooking ribs. There's my first tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've, I've been, not that I, uh, uh, am a professional barbecue competitor, right? But I've judged and obviously I'm part of the North Dakota barbecue, uh, the Shields North Dakota barbecue championship. And, and the way I've been trained is that ribs should still have some bite on them. But if you're wanting to, get it to the point where they are fall off the rib, you just need to cook it more. So that three, two, one method gets your step number two extended for a longer period of time, let it cook, keep on breaking down that collagen. And you just, that that's all it is. You just got to let it cook a little longer to break down that collagen and then your meat will fall off the bone. I like how you prefaced all of that, explaining how to do it with insulting the person's taste of how they like their ribs. Well, I didn't want to insult them. I'm just saying, if you want to be like the professionals, number you're one, doing it grow right. up and learn how to eat, eat ribs when tearing it off the bone, bro. Yeah, you okay. gotta, it's got to have a little give. It should come clean, but it's got you got to get it clean. You know, with uh-huh. a little pull. Uh, well, uh, I prefer the method of which uh, you're describing, but that's not what the question was. We finally got there. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. We found some just amazing pastrami deli slice tell me again what makes pastrami so different and so good what's the uh, method pastrami is dry cured so it's not cooked it's just salted cured and then dried to the point where there's not enough moisture in there it becomes shelf stable so uh any of those like true charcuterie dry cured meats yeah they're just they're they're really salty but because of the process they're just packed full of salty meat flavor and, and they are awesome very good that was a simple answer you got right to the point that time didn't have to sling any insults my way i appreciate you spence anything else you know did you get a deer take this year that i asked that because i think the opener is what next friday i lost track because i didn't get mine and i don't want to care but i'm curious yeah yeah i did i got another buck tag uh three years in a row what? and hopefully i fill the tag three years in a row we'll, we'll see uh do you know somebody in Game of Fish? Do you bribe to get three years in a row of a buck tag? You know what I've Because you know I've gotten you know two I've... in a row without a single drawing of anything. You know what? It, I've, I've just come to find that it really depends on where you go. You know, where I used to hunt growing up, I'd go on stretches of five years before I drew a tag. And now that I'm out here in western North Dakota, it's uh, I just think there's a lot more deer. So there, there's, there's that. It could be that. Uh, less, what, less people hunting, more deer. Not that I, yeah. But that's that's my assumption. Okay. Well, I'm sure that the uh, Game of Fish listeners are saying, "Hey, good answer, man. Way to cover for us." Uh, <laughs> what uh, what's your? Uh, and I'll ask this again next week. Do you, do you already have it planned? If you get uh, your buck, how you're going to quarter it out, and what you're going to process? Hey, if I'm being completely honest, last year's deer is still in my freezer. Hmm. So my plan is is to get another deer. And then just make one huge batch with this year's deer, last year's deer, just sausage. That's all I do is sausage with deer. Okay. There we go. Spence, anything else, man? I'll let you go this week if not. No. Um, this was this was a fun show. The Texas the Texas uh Cheat. Whatever that was. Texas cheat. cheat. I gotta remember that term for, you know, in, in a year yeah. when somebody asked that again, I gotta remember that. Texas cheat. So yes, yeah, got it. Okay, I don't know if I heard you enunciate properly in the last part. I'm just making sure you got it right this time. Spencer, I'll let you go. You take care, man. We'll chat again next uh, Thursday, all right?
Sounds good. All right. Spencer Worth, the meat dude, a.k.a. Betty. Every week brought to you by All Soccer Meats. You can find them in Audubon, Minnesota. You know what? I think they've been expanding out there, and I'm hoping to have some more news about the boys out there in just a few weeks here. But I do know this. Tomorrow's Friday, and they got 10% off all the goods. In fact, take it from them. We'll come back to Afternoons Live right after this.